Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Voices of Social Change. My name is Josh Shookman, and this is the podcast where we share the stories of social entrepreneurs and the movements they create. So whether you're an aspiring change agent or a cause-based leader, this is the podcast dedicated to you, where we get you the resources and the tools you need to create business that makes a dollar and a difference. Hey again, and welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Real quick, before we break into our interview, just want to highlight, if you're not already a part of the community at Social Change Nation, please come join us there. It's Social Change Nation that puts on this podcast, and this podcast really represents the heart of Social Change Nation, our our heartbeat of our movement is really this podcast where we share these stories. But our overall goal is to build a community of social entrepreneurs and change agents. That's what we're all about at Social Change Nation. And we want you to become a part of that. This movement is really your movement. And we want you to become engaged and to join these stories, to comment on these podcasts, to keep up with us. And the best way to do that is to run to socialchangenation.com. And you can link up with us, sign up. I will send you a newsletter. We do that two times a month. Uh, We certainly don't inundate you with, with things up here but we do try to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on with cause-based business, social entrepreneurship, and keep that conversation going and make sure we get you the tools and the resources you need as you're either building your movement or working toward building your movement. As a bonus, when you sign on as well, uh, we will give you a totally free gift, a guide we've created, the 10 keys to building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned interviewing social entrepreneurs from all over the world. Again, that's yours for free. I just sign on and we don't inundate you. It's just a matter of signing on. It allows us to keep you up to date in terms of what's going on in the Social Change Nation community and what's going on with this podcast at at Voices of Social Change. Also allows you, by the way, to join the conversation. We do this podcast as a conversational component. We want you to be a part of it. We want you to come in and comment on the podcast we do and let us know if there are other movement leaders that you think we should interview. If you would like to be interviewed, we would love to share your story. Again, this is a community. Everything that we do at Voices of Social Change with the podcast and at Social Change Nation, again, our website, socialchangenation.com, everything we do is designed, dedicated to building that community. And so we want you to become a part of it. Easiest way to do that is run to socialchangenation.com and you'll see how to link up with us. Also, you can see all of our old podcast episodes, listen in to any topics that interest you and, and feel free to comment and again, join that conversation. So we'd love to have you as part of that. Okay, without further ado, let's go ahead and tune in for today's interview. Hey again, Change Nation, and welcome to the Social Biz Showcase, podcasting proudly from the Kansas City Startup Village. I'm your host, Josh Shookman, and today I have an interview that I am personally very, very excited about because it has a lot of of personal meaning for me. Um, I don't know if he knows it, uh, but today's guest is really the guy who first inspired me to become a social entrepreneur and really launch into the journey that I'm on now. Uh, It's fitting, considering that he's a pioneer of social entrepreneurship. Um, Today, I have Jared Angaza. 
Uh, Jared has been involved in a multitude of social ventures, uh, but his latest centers around helping other ventures tell their story. Jared has been called a bearded Zen warrior by those who know him best. He's a philosopher, writer, strategist, and humanitarian who's read The Art of War somewhere around 432 times. He founded and operated a luxury fashion label in East Africa called Keza, which is the first organization I actually ran into and got in touch with Jared about. And he continues to be heavily involved in the African fashion scene. He's consulted for nonprofits such as the American Indian Movement, DATA, One Campaign, Keep a Child Alive, Genocide Intervention Fund, and the governments of Nigeria, Rwanda, and Kenya. He's a frequent speaker on the issues of gender-based violence, anti-trafficking, and developing in Africa. And beyond that, Jared has inspired people all over the world to think differently about how to pursue social ventures, like I said, myself included. So really excited to have Jared here with us today. Um, Jared, I'm going to go ahead and let you take the ball. I've, I've told my listeners just a bit about you, but why don't you go ahead and talk to us a bit more about you personally and your current projects?
That's great. No, and I I, I love that. And it, <laughs> my next question was going to be what your personal mantra was, but I think you've you've pretty well answered what that would be as well. Um, but no, I. What's that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I have, have loved most about everything that, that your family has, has put out in terms of work and, and especially the work you've done is, is promoting that idea of interconnectedness, which I think is, is so important in business in general, but, but especially, you know, talking about the story, I think that is, and this is something I mention a lot with, with folks I interview, uh, to, to my listeners is that this idea of story is, is important across the board, but I think especially in, in a cause, when you're involved with a movement, being able to tell that story and, and talk about that interconnectedness is really just so central, uh, even more so, I think, to our work, to, 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 to mission-based work than, than a lot of other work. So yeah, I love that, uh, love that perspective. And I think it's so critically important. You know, I wonder if you talk, and Jared, I've, I've read, you know, through, through the book Wisdom Meets Passion and, and just following, like I said, your family's work for a while. I've, I've read a lot about, uh, you know, the different, a lot of different events that kind of brought you in the direction that, that you're in. But a lot of individuals I talk to, and I know this is true in my case, can pinpoint one particular moment, one particular story where we had our, uh, the way I've heard it put a lot, the thing I like is where we had our justice nerves turned on. So can you zero in on a story in your life, a moment that, that you really credit with just launching you in the direction that you're in today? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I I love that story. And I mean, I was just sitting here listening to it floored. <laughs> and, and I think I've even read it before, but just was was right there there with you in, in that moment. And I, I, I love that. And and I think, you know, your openness to that moment and allowing that moment and all the experiences and everything that it meant, allowing that all to sink in was, I think, so critically important to your direction. And that's one thing I, I share with my audience a lot because it's, it's been my experience too. just keeping my eyes open for those moments. Is, now, granted, that was a moment that was pretty hard to ignore, and usually they are fairly hard to ignore. But but keeping your eyes open to the lessons of those moments, I, I think, is so huge. And that's what, what takes you in, in a lot of really important directions. But I love this idea that it becomes so easy with all the machines we create to lose sight of the simple fundamentals in life. And sometimes we need to be jarred back into that, but it's important to, to be connected with that and to stay connected with that because it's so easy to get pulled away. So I love that. Well, 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 terrific stuff. And yeah, I love these, these components of your story and I'm sure they'll continue to kind of weave in as we, we chat uh, more specifically about social ventures and some of the, the businesses you've been involved in. But let's go ahead and move in, in that direction. What would you say, Jared, you, you've been involved with a lot of social ventures. In, in your own words, what would you say distinguishes a social or a cause-based venture uh, from a traditional venture or traditional entrepreneurship?
No, yeah, no, I loved it. And thank you for the, the awesome perspective on that. And I really appreciate you saying that. I know that is something I've personally grappled with. And, and even in a lot of the research that I do, it's, it's even a, a debate there, you know, is, is, what really is the difference? Should this be a difference? You know, should they be separate things? And I, I agree with you. They, they shouldn't be separate. You know, the, the tenets of social entrepreneurship should be central to entrepreneurship in general. Um, but I think, you know, barring, barring that being the case right now, definitely, uh, you know, the, the, the work we're doing to establish that I think is, is laying a solid foundation. But I, I love the idea of that being the, the ultimate goal and the vision. Um, you know, it's just to kind of bring the two together. I think that's, that's really powerful stuff. Really powerful stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. What would you say are the main, uh, you know, I absolutely agree that that's growing, that that's important. What, what would you say are the main challenges to the, the growth of that movement right now? Yeah. 
No, that's that's some tremendous perspective there, and I, I love that we're digging into the the philosophy of this because, like I said, th- these are issues that I've grappled with myself. You know, moving into social entrepreneurship, so I, I, I really appreciate you bringing those those questions and those thoughts um, up because I think they are really important, and I think they are something that anyone who is going into social entrepreneurship should have a a view of this vision because we are all part of a, a larger movement, and I think it's important, and that's that's really what I've admired most about you, Jared. I, like I said, I would consider you a pioneer in this space. And I think you and, and, and several others have really, you know, established that movement and, and created that language around it, which I think is such an, those are so important pieces of, of building a movement is, is creating that common uh, philosophy and common sense of direction and purpose, I think. And, and, and you've, you've really articulated that very clearly here. So I really, really love that. How do you, you know, I, I talked a little bit about the ventures that you've been involved with. How do you choose, I shouldn't say choose, how do you work in the particular issues that you work in? What, what's your process for deciding where to devote your time as a social entrepreneur?
Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll, I'll title this podcast. Jared says, go full tilt boogie. <laughs> I think I'm liking that title. Yeah. No, I, I love that message. And I've, I've always found that part of your story to be the, the most inspiring for me is how, and, and, you know, the, the, the book that you wrote with your dad, wisdom meets passion, that passion piece, I think is the wisdom piece is equally important, but the passion piece is, is obviously, you know, what you brought to the table in that book kind of specifically and, and your passion for this and the way that drives you has has always been an inspiration to me and i think that's that's the key component here is you had that passion you had that foundation which then i think in a lot of ways allowed you to overcome you know fears people would normally have for just hopping in a plane with 700 dollars and going to kenya and knowing that um, things would come together knowing that you were doing the right thing knowing that you were following your your purpose if maybe not you know Really knowing it on the surface, you had this kind of foundational thing. It sounds like that just told you this was the right way, and having that direction, that that true north, I think is is, is so important. And and like I said, your story of just doing that in so many different points in your life has has been an inspiration to me. And and you know, just goes to show how much we can miss out on if we don't take that leap. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and, and, and Change Nation, I, I really want you to hear what, what Jared is, is saying here because I think it's so important. I mean, the first thing is accepting into your head what the worst thing that could possibly happen is and realizing it's not generally all that bad, which I think helps eliminate a lot of fears. And then, um, this, this idea that your, sense of purpose and, and focus will overcome any of these feelings of inadequacy that you might have. I mean, I, I struggle with those feelings. I, I, I know Jared's mentioned he does. We all do. But I love that quote and that message there, Jared, that the, the belief and the passion for what you're doing will always be more powerful than that feeling. And, and that's so critically important. So just, yeah, really, really valuable insight here for anyone. So in terms of kind of moving just more to a, a structure question here, you know, you, you've talked a lot, it sounds like, and, and I know a lot of the organizations you've worked with have been for profits, but I know you've also been involved with, with other nonprofits as well. Talk to me about, uh, you know, when an organization is looking at this and trying to decide what kind of a model they should pursue, do you have kind of a, a set way of helping organizations make that kind of a decision or what's your philosophy on that?
<laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I love that perspective. And, and this is one of the things I love most about interviewing social entrepreneurs around the world is, is hearing as, as themes develop. And I think you've just hit on one that I've, I've heard time and time again is this idea of set your movement, your movement's foundation and your mission first. And then look at the organizational structure. I think too many people have that reversed. And so, so change nation, I really want you to hear that. You know, you, you, you want to hear what Jared's saying here. Have your movement, your mission established and then think about the structure as you practically need it. But the first and foremost important thing is to have that in place and to understand just what you're about overall and what your core philosophies are. So yeah, I love that.
Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a critically important message, and, and like I said, even some of the folks I've worked with in, in social entrepreneurship have that that flipped, and I think you're exactly right in in terms of the order <laughs> you need to view that. So that's that's really important. Well, well, Jared, this has been just some tremendous insight in in, in this section. Like I said, I, I love your message and your philosophies here. I, I think you you really are a, a thought leader in this space. You're really a, a founder of a lot of these ideals, I think. And so, just appreciate you. It's so valuable having you here. I, I know my listeners will. We'll get a lot out of this. So I want to move to just my last uh, quick section here. I, I call it the Blitz. Um, it is a just a quick set of rapid-fire questions I want to shoot at you, uh, just so my listeners can get a better glimpse of some of the tools you use and just a few uh, quick pieces of advice in terms of what drives you. So you ready for this, Jared? <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I think I probably know the answer to this one, but what's the best book you've ever read? <laughs> that was going to be my guess. <laughs> Read it, what, almost 500 times? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Do you have a tool right now that you're using? Could be an electronic tool you're using to grow an organization that you're just absolutely loving. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> would second that. Evernote is is actually what I'm reading this interview off of right now. I, I love it. It's it's great tool. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing both. Yeah, no, and this what you just said I think was so powerful. Want to be a change maker? Be a note taker. I love that. And Change Nation, I want you to hear that loud and clear. Change makers go listen to other change makers and they take notes about what they say and then they bring that back into what they do. It comes back to this whole idea of interconnectedness. There are people out there who have uh, been more involved or I shouldn't say more involved, but are involved in different things and, and, and drawing those messages and making sure that you take them in and keep them written down in a place, which Evernote is a great way to do that, by the way. Um just a huge piece, and I don't think you can be a change maker without doing that, and, and that's that's terrific. Be a change maker, be a note taker. I love it, love it. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received, Jared? <laughs> exactly.
Yeah. Love, love that. All right. Last one. First thing that everyone can do right now to start changing the world. Yeah. I love it. Expect that your dreams will happen. I think that's huge. Well, well, Jared, this has been absolutely amazing. Um, both for me personally, it, it's been just an inspiration to connect with you. And I, I definitely want to turn this around into a podcast and, and inspire many with the message you have here today. I want to, before I close out and say goodbye, I just want to give you the last word here. Uh, any last thoughts that you'd like to share with, with us? And, uh, you know, just let folks know the best way to, uh, connect with your work and what you're up to. Wow. Well, I am uh, sitting here on the other end of the microphone, uh, very, very inspired and very moved um, by everything you've, you've said here, Jared, today. Like I said, you've given us some amazing insight. And, and on behalf of, of Change Nation, I just want to thank you for that and, and, and thank you for your time and, and connecting with us here today. Um, you've given us not only a lot of great practical advice, but I think more importantly, just some 
amazing um, philosophical advice that, like I said, really unites this movement of, of social entrepreneurship and defines it, and, and rightly so, because like I said, yeah, I, I definitely view you as a pioneer. So, Jared, thank you again for your time, your generosity with your expertise, and Change Nation, I will catch you on the flip side. Well, hey, thanks again for tuning in today. Remember, if you liked this interview, if you've listened this far, we want you to be a part of our community at Social Change Nation. So come over and visit us at socialchangenation.com. Sign on. We will give you a free e-guide, the 10 keys for building a successful cause-based business. These are lessons we've learned from our interviews with social entrepreneurs all over the world. We'd love to have you as a change agent in Social Change Nation. Until next time. Until next time.